At City of Hope, its innovative treatments for cancer and groundbreaking research have saved millions of lives all over the world. This is City of Hope Radio with your host, Melanie Cole. There's more to cancer care than simply helping patients survive. There's more to cancer treatment than simple survival. Constant pain should not be a part of conquering cancer. My guest today is Dr. Benjamin Cahan. He's a radiation oncologist at City of Hope. Welcome to the show. Dr. Cahan, I'd like to start by asking you, what is metastatic cancer? Well, thank you for having me on your program. So metastatic cancer has to do with what happens when cancer spreads beyond the initial site of disease. So I think we all sort of have a general understanding that cancer arises because of abnormal cells that arise uh, in a normal organ of the body. Things like breast cancer, which arises in the breast, or prostate cancer, which arises in the prostate. Uh, Unfortunately, in some circumstances, those abnormal cancer cells leave the organ that they arise from and can spread to other parts of the body. And once they've spread to other parts of the body, this is called metastatic cancer. Now, cancer can spread to a number of different sites in the body. We see it spread to lymph nodes. We see it spread to the bone. We see it spread to visceral organs. Um, And these all represent different disease states that that generally require multiple types of therapeutic interventions to help patients in that setting. People hear the term palliative care, and right away they think end-of-life care or hospice, but there's a big difference. Tell us about palliative care. Right. I think that there is a very common misperception that that when a patient is uh, being discussed for palliative care, that, that that means they're out of options and we're really just putting them on hospice. And, and really, that is far from the truth. Um, in my mind, palliative care uh, specifically refers to medical interventions uh, to help patients with symptoms. So in the setting of metastatic cancer, for instance, when cancer spreads to other sites, it can cause specific problems. Uh, when cancer spreads to bone, it can cause pain. Um, when cancer spreads um, to uh, the gastrointestinal tract, it can result in bleeding uh, that can be difficult to control. So so when I'm speaking of palliative care, I'm really speaking of interventions that are trying to help patients who have those symptoms, patients who are having pain from cancer, patients who are having bleeding from cancer, other such things. Um, uh, and our primary intervention, at least when it comes to radiation, is to try to make them feel better. So give us some tips for managing cancer pain and, and keeping it under control. Do, does the patient have to first quantify their pain? What do you do for them? Well, that's a very interesting question. I, I think we are all taught uh, vital signs when we go to medical school. You know, I think these are commonly known things like a patient's temperature and their heart rate and their blood pressure. Uh, but increasingly, we're referring to pain as, as the fifth vital sign. And, and you may have seen these uh, scales when you go visit your physicians. And we generally try to rank pain on a scale from uh, one being little to no pain at all and, and 10 to being excruciating pain. Um, so I, I think all physicians, particularly in the setting of, of metastatic cancer, like to get a good idea of, of the degree of discomfort that a patient is in. Um, uh, once we've established that the patient is having pain and we, and we understand that this is secondary to cancer, um, I think there are a lot of different things that we can provide for, their, for these patients. So, uh, in the setting of metastatic disease, the, the primary backbone of therapy remains systemic treatments. So by systemic treatments, I mean drugs, for the most part, that try to fight off cancer everywhere in the body. Now, these can be chemotherapy, but increasingly there's novel agents that that target specific mutations or can help the immune system fight off the cancer. 
However, these systemic therapies are usually not enough. And, and in the setting of pain, we often rely on radiation therapy, uh, which can provide highly focused and highly powerful x-rays uh, that can try to treat the areas of the body that are uh, in pain because of cancer. Of course, regular pain medications, opioid-type pain medications, also play a role. Um, and that's why the understanding of the degree of pain that a patient is, that a patient is in um, is very important for managing these symptoms. And before we talk about radiation to help with these symptoms, when you mention opioids, opioids, people are a little bit afraid of addiction when they have to start taking pain medication on a regular basis. What do you tell them? Well, you know, I think this is a very common concern in the in the popular press. We've seen an explosion of stories about patients who have have who have been having a very difficult time with. Um, uh, 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 with uh, chronic pain medications, uh, for the most part, you know, we counsel our patients that 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 people who run into trouble with pain, with opioid pain medications are taking them for very prolonged periods of time, uh, for very often questionable indications. Um, for people who have metastatic cancer, I think our goal is to have them off those pain medications in as short a period of time as possible. Uh, for instance, in the setting of cancer that's spread to a bone that causes fractures or other discomfort, our hope is that we can start them on opioid pain medications and then shortly thereafter switch them uh, or decrease the dose of pain medications or get them off of them entirely because other interventions specifically targeting the cancer um, can result in them feeling much better. So what do you do as a radiation oncologist with radiation and these x-rays you mentioned to help with that pain management? Right. So uh, radiation therapy for decades now has been used for cancers in all sites of the body. What radiation does is it takes highly focused beams of x-ray radiation uh, that cause DNA damage and and result in uh, essentially the death of the cancer cells. So while we commonly use it for uh, cancers that haven't spread to other parts of the body as part of curative therapy, uh, it remains a vital treatment for patients when the cancer has spread to other places. So certainly the most common thing we see is that cancer has spread to a bone somewhere and causes pain. Uh, this will generally result in a referral to a radiation oncologist who will see a patient in consultation. Um, after consultation, we would begin radiation therapy. Uh, in general, there are two steps of radiation. Before we can deliver the radiation, we have to make sure that we're targeting our beams of x-rays to the uh, exact correct anatomic location. So this requires a CT scan. It's a scan that we call a CT simulation. A patient comes in, we have them lie in a particular position, we get a CT scan, uh, and then we send them home. Uh, In the next couple of days, we need to do some calculations to design a radiation treatment plan that specifically targets the area that the pa- that's causing the patient's symptoms. After a couple of days, they come back and begin radiation therapy. Radiation therapy for palliative purposes can be done in a very few number of treatments. Occasionally, we can treat patients in a single day of radiation therapy. Sometimes it requires daily treatment for up to 10 to 15 days. But nonetheless, we try to keep the treatment as short as possible uh, because, again, our primary intent is to make them feel better and improve their quality of life. And just to be clear, this is not helping to get rid of their cancer. This is strictly palliative to help for that pain in their bones that's spread. Uh well, so so certainly, again, the, the to get rid of the cancer everywhere in the body is not the intent of the radiation therapy. It really is focused on certain areas where, where they're having pain. Now, we do eliminate some of the cancer cells in those areas, um, but we're not targeting the cancer that can be everywhere else in the body, yes. 
And do people worry about the amount of radiation due to this type of therapy? So, again, that's a common question that we get. Uh, I think there's always concern when we expose patients to ionizing radiation. And the primary concern is that we know that radiation exposure can contribute to a second cancer being caused sometime in the future. Now, in general, the time period to get a second cancer from exposure to radiation, and by this I mean x-rays or radon when you fly in an airplane, uh, can be quite a long period of time. It can take 8, 10 uh, years or even longer to see a cancer formed. And even those rates are extremely small. Um, for us, we're dealing with a patient with an acute need right now, uh, and our primary intent is to help them feel better um, in as short a period of time as possible. If it's spread to the bones, is it hard to narrow down where it is? You mentioned the CAT scan, but what if it's in many different areas? Then do you radiate that many areas, or do you pick one spot where the pain is more severe than others? Right. So uh, in general, when we see patients with cancer spread to multiple, multiple sites in the body, it's difficult to provide radiation to essentially the total body. Uh, What we try to do is combine imaging, and by imaging I can mean CAT scans, but there's other forms of imaging, PET scans and bone scans and other things that can help us delineate where the cancer is. Uh, But we also need to do a a clinical and physical exam. We need to see a patient in an exam room and touch them and lay hands on them and try to figure out where exactly is the pain coming from and really limit our fields of radiation to target the areas that we think um, are causing the symptoms. Does this weaken the bones as a result and is there an adjuvant therapy that goes along with that? So well, what actually weakens the bone is having cancer in the bone. So we often think that the cancer you can act uh, you can think of like moths chewing up your clothes, and these these cancer cells are going into the bones and chewing it up actively. Now bones try to heal themselves, but they're unable to heal themselves while the cancer is actively destroying the bone. So in the process of eradicating the cancer in, in the local area, that allows the bone the opportunity to try to heal itself. Um, We do know that radiation therapy can locally weaken the bone somewhat, but the doses we give in these palliative settings um, should not cause significant long-term harm. However, in general, we should continue to do good bone health, which requires um, visits with primary care physicians or medical oncologists, um, and simple interventions like vitamin D and calcium are often recommended uh, for all of our patients. Wrap it up for us, Dr. Cahan. It's really amazing information and what you do. We applaud all the great work that you do. Wrap it up about palliative care for metastatic cancer and why they should come to City of Hope for their care. Right. So I I think uh, when it comes to cancer that's spread outside the initial site of disease, when it comes to metastatic cancer, we are really in the air, we're really in an area where we need all physicians on board. This is a true multidisciplinary effort. It requires radiation oncologists because we can provide a very local therapy, but it also requires world-class medical oncologists who know the best systemic therapies that can help manage the patient's disease. Uh, It requires uh, uh, social workers and therapists and psychosocial workers because there's a lot of difficulties in family interactions that that really all need to be brought together um, to provide the best type of care for our patients. Occasionally, our patients need surgery um, in the setting of metastatic cancer as well. So one of the unique and special things about City of Hope is that we can bring world-class experts from all of these fields together um, to bring the full... uh, Uh, weight of all of our skills uh, to try to provide the best possible care for our patients in these settings. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to City of Hope Radio. And for more information, you can go to cityofhope.org. That's cityofhope.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.